I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I was more worried about my parents, but when I did finally tell them, they were like... My name is Hannah Brooks, and I suppose I would say adult entertainer. You are 402nd, it said, in the world on Pornhub at the minute. It was better than that. The first time I ever saw you was actually when my phone dinged in a dirty WhatsApp chat, and <laughs> I saw you riding a dildo-powered Peloton. Oh, dildo bike. Oh, that's a good starting point. I nearly got myself into a lot of trouble with that. The hell have you earned from this? Three yeah. million pounds on OnlyFans. The more they spoil me, the naughtier I get. Is yeah. there any regulation on porn in this industry? Only fans have changed their rules massively now. So what's your drive? Freedom. And because I love sex. So, as many of you will know, I haven't been doing podcasting too long, but I'm very pleased to introduce one of my first female guests, Hannah, to the episode. Um, it's amazing to hear how people make money in all kinds of different <laughs> I- industries and things across the internet. And it's worth saying this episode as well, I brought my friend Luke along, who's assisting the podcast at the other end. And Luke actually met Hannah with me the other day at a Lamborghini event with your amazing Hurricane Evo, uh, which is sat just behind us in the garage. It looks amazing. However, let's just get into it, Anna, because the first time I ever saw you was actually when my phone dinged in a dirty WhatsApp chat that I'm in, and I saw you riding a dildo-powered Peloton. Oh, dildo bike. Oh, that's a good starting point, that is. <laughs> so that makes us get to our first question brilliantly, which is Hannah, in your ho- own words, yeah. who are you and what do you do? Uh, my name is Hannah Brooks and I suppose I would say adult entertainer. I think covers most of it inappropriate, wildly, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> and not just any adult entertainer, because I had a little look at some of your rankings before I come on the podcast. And I mean, you are 402nd, it said, in the world on Pornhub at the minute. It was better than that. So that's the point. <laughs> With 134,000 subscribers, 54 yeah. million views. You've got over yeah. 1.1 million followers on TikTok, a quarter of a million on Instagram, 
and 3.3 million OnlyFan likes. So with numbers like that, what the hell have you earned from this? Um, On OnlyFans, I would guess about just under 3 million, I would say, on OnlyFans. But... Three yeah. million pounds on OnlyFans. Yeah. I have a bad spending problem though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just reinvested in you, yeah? yeah? <laughs> My accountant's like, um, can we put your boobs through? I'm like, of course we can. It's like, you know, it's investment <laughs> for right the business. Off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, however, I'm guessing that, I don't know, maybe, but this wasn't always the path that you envisaged. So what did you want to be if we take it right back when you were younger, way before um, this? I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. So in school, I had like three jobs. I was, you know, I didn't really want to be in school. I wasn't an, an academic. I was more into, I don't know, I just wanted to do stuff. I didn't want to be sat in a classroom. Pretty much like you, like can't sit still for two minutes. So maybe I have ADHD as well, maybe. Um, yeah, so I, I worked in aquatic centre, hairdressers, and um, I looked after this um, it was almost like a cat sanctuary. So I used to just go in and clean out litter trays and stuff like that. And then I was didn't know what to do. Ended up having an argument with my mum because I wanted to get into beauty. And she was like, you need something that's, you know, if something happens, that's the first thing people don't get done is, you know, their eyelashes and whatever. Recession so I think, price. exactly. So I think she just wanted me to have something really stable, the nine to five. Um, and then I got into doing dental nursing randomly so and what age was that uh when I left school 16 and then I did that until I was about 19 20 so not that long (laughs) and what was life like when you were younger were you like ridiculously confident at school were you quiet what what did kind of the younger Hannah look like um a little bit chubby with fluffy hair (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I really didn't have like boyfriends in school. I wasn't really, I was quite insecure about myself. Um, As much as I was like the class clown, I think that was to cover up actually that I was quite an insecure person. Um, So I didn't really sort of get into like boys and stuff until I was probably about 16. And then I met my now husband at 17 and we've been together ever since. So And Alex is your other half. Yes. Yes. And you've been married how long? Uh, 10 years this year. You might have been married 10 years. Mm-hmm. So it shows that even through uh, what would be seen as wild industry yeah. like this, love can last and stay absolutely ridiculously 100%. strong. Yeah, that's the thing. We we got into it together. So um, for us, it was kind of if either of us feel insecure about the situation or jealous, you know, we'll chat about it and, you know, we'll stop if if it's a problem. Um, but it never become a problem and neither of us got jealous. So it was, it worked really well. Which leads me on to the next question everybody's going to be wondering, which is what kicked that off? And can you recall the first ever time you made something pornographic or just did something that was like, ah? Okay. I don't know if I can say this or not. So how we found out about getting into you, the industry. You just roll with it. Is that okay? You yeah. All right. You it. might, you might want to pull the safe word out. So a prostitute <laughs> might have shot Alex in the eye with a gun. <laughs> that is how it all started. So um, we made ended up making friends with this girl and obviously she did meets and stuff like that. And she was a webcam model and she also did phone sex. Um, so we invited her back to ours for some fun one night. Anyways. So you were already into kind of a little we, bit more we, than the normal yeah. kind of couples. We were okay. like, we were exploring and trying all different kinds of crazy things. 
Um, so I've always kind of had this, I don't know, thing inside me where I've always been very intrigued, I suppose, by okay, certain yeah. things. Anyways, so we invite her back and then we had an air rifle by the side of the bed because it was kind of not a very safe area we were living at the time. We didn't have much money. Um, and she went, oh, this is cool. Picked it up, pointed it at his face. He grabbed the end and went, I don't know if it's loaded or not. And as he said that, she pulled the trigger. I don't, we must have had way too much to drink. And the air, luckily it wasn't loaded, but the air shot into his eye and his eye just went poof like that, <laughs> like a frog. And she was like, so are we not going to have sex then? I was like, I think the moment's gone, love. <laughs> As he's there with peas on his eyes. <laughs> so that, that's your first memory of something crazy happening? Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. what about the first time you ever shot a video and put it out for yourself or maybe even earned off it? Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, so we started doing it in December 2012. So we didn't actually shoot any pornographic movies for quite a long time. It was um, webcam-based shows. So live shows where people would pay per minute to come in and watch us. So we were just doing. And that was in 2012? Yes. Yeah. So that was before OnlyFans? Oh, way before OnlyFans. Yeah, way before. Um, I think, well, we've been doing OnlyFans for like six years, maybe. I think. So yeah, so it was a few years before. Anywho, so yeah, we started off doing just couple shows and then it kind of evolved from there. We still had our nine to five jobs. It wasn't like a planned industry change. It was just having a bit of fun at Christmas to earn some extra money. And then, I don't know, I just fell in love with that. And I was like, I'm going to give up my job. And that's what I did. <laughs> and at that point, did you have any idea of what you could make out of being a porn star? Did you know anybody God, no. anybody else that was that was doing this and Literally, what they did? No. I, I knew no one that was in the industry. Um, I knew nothing of like the earning capability. I was happy if I could earn my wage from yeah. working at home. I was like, that's fine. And I think the first week I did like two grand and I was like, holy shit, that's like my monthly, like over my un- monthly wage at that time in one week. So it was a no brainer to give up my job and just go, right, I'm just going to do it full time. That's absolutely mm-hmm. insane. So that, that, so all you were trying to do was think, right, if I can just earn what I'm do- earning from my work from doing this and this is hilarious and fun and it yeah. makes me happy. Then I'm I'm quids in, but there must have been a moment where you thought, well, hang on a second, this can become a business of mine as well, yeah. and a kind of empire. What, how long after that would you say that kind of idea sparked to take it to the next level? Oh, like before I gave my job up. <laughs> yeah, so I had to give like eight weeks notice. So in the time that we had some fun over Christmas, uh, both of us were like, oh my God, yeah, the earning potential is ridiculous. So I we've always been very like forward thinking if there's a way of making money like we'll do it obviously legally <laughs> I might add um so yeah we were always like forward thinking so we used to go around like when we didn't have much money we'd go on car boot sales and buy stuff and then sell it on eBay for more money you know just silly little things like loads that loads of people that are in business kind of always have done that at some point racking in the garage a few bits buying and selling yeah, see where exactly. you get it from I mean our, our biggest owner was Boppets which is, you know, the game, the boppers. Yeah. So we used, everyone used to sell them for like a pound. And then we worked out they were selling on eBay for like 28 pounds or something like that. So I was like, right, we're going on a boppet mission right now. <laughs> we're going to go buy all of them that we can find for like a pound, haggle them down to like 50p. And then, yeah, sell them on, on uh, eBay. <laughs> Everyone's been on eBay at a different point, which to be fair, brings me on to um, our next kind of bit, which is once it turned into a business, <laughs> There's so much to learn about the business of porn. So I quite like to actually delve into um, 
the business of porn. As I said at the start of the episode, we met recently through our love of cars. You got that stunning, what's the colour called? Um, I've no idea. It's obscene it's yellow. It's crazy ridiculous. Crazy obscene yellowy green um, mm-hmm. Hurricane Evo and some amazing other cars um, behind us. But what platforms do you use then and how do you get paid by them? Um, so the webcam platform that I initially started on uh, was Adult Work. And that was like, well, for starters, everything gets paid into the bank. So, you know, it's an internet transfer from that website. They take a percentage of what you earn naturally because they need to sustain the business and, you know, pay for servers and staff and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's it's all just, yeah, paid into the bank. I don't know. <laughs> so what other, what other platforms are? And when I say how do you get um, paid by them, which I mean in terms of revenue for, say, a video yeah. versus income for, say, a photograph or a voice note. Like, how does your, I say, product makeup, mm-hmm. how does that kind of work in, in porn? Okay, so um, we'll take it back to OnlyFans because that's the most relevant thing at the moment. So people will pay a monthly subscription to sign up to my page, which is twelve ninety nine, And then I post uh, you know loads of content on the page, which is completely free to watch. Then I do live shows, which is tip-based. So the more they spoil me, the naughtier I get is basically the ethos of my live shows. Um, And then people can buy custom stuff. So custom movie, it can be anything from, I don't know, $120 to $500 for a custom movie, depending on what they want. Um, Personal photos. um, I don't even know what I charge for personal photos. And does it go, whilst you're talking about Mm. that, is there kind of a revenue curve that kind of follows uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So so everything everything equates into one pot and then I just It's like you got your prime membership. Yeah, kind you, of. You're basically Amazon only fans. You got your prime membership, which is getting you there every month and getting yeah. you all the pitch and the bits that you need, then you've got the products all that's the thing, when you strip it down, like porn is any other business like any other business, literally. You have to you have to promote it and then you sell a product, people pay for that product. It's you know, it's Simple as that. But it can't quite be as simple as that because you've also got to have that bit which is different to other people because mm-hmm. OnlyFans has 170 million registered users and 1.5 million content creators. Yeah. So that that's more people that live in the UK have got OnlyFans around the world. So how the hell do you stand out on a platform like that? Do you just have to push your face out everywhere? Any, anything that you can think of doing. You have to kind of be a bit of a publicity whore, I think, you know. But the, the problem is, is because there's no front page on the website, no one can actually find you unless you physically go out and find those people. So, like, every day, you know, it's posting on three different TikTok accounts. It's posting on Instagram, doing the Instagram story. Um, God, we've just set up Telegram, um, Facebook, you know, Twitter. You, I got two Twitter accounts. So you have to produce all this content for all your socials and you just have to push it out everywhere and hope that something sticks. The heck is Telegram? Telegram? It's like WhatsApp. You don't know about that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was massive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, there you go. You learn something new every day. And these platforms that you're using, are these, you obviously travel abroad and do a lot of work. You just got back from Vegas? Yes. So worldwide, I guess you've kind of got, where's your biggest audience? Is it here in the UK? Um, I'd say America. 
your biggest audiences in America. So does that mean your working times have to kind of cut to their hours and that kind of stuff? How does it yeah, work? Yeah, kind of. So live shows are a bit difficult because you want to keep all your fans happy. And obviously, you know, if, say, I don't know, you're signed up to my OnlyFans, for example. You're not, but if you are, you're working now. So you no, I reckon Luke is. Judge yeah. <laughs> don't worry, there's 12 99 coming in from that yeah. corner. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh God, I just completely lost track of focus now because you look so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. <laughs> um, okay, um, what was I saying? Can you remember? No, this is really tricky. But we were talking about um, where your people are in the world, where they oh, watch that's you and right. how you kind of manage okay. what time of day that you're messaging people on those platforms. That's right, yeah. So if obviously, if he's working, he's going to be annoyed because he can't come in and watch me live. So I have to do it all different times of the day to try and keep everybody happy. So that's a little difficult. And then evenings, like messages on OnlyFans that you have to do all throughout the day because, like I said, you've got to keep... It's it's just managing people and making them happy. And you do most of your content creation or a lot of the content creation is with your husband, Alex. Yes. But then you also do a load of content creation with um, girls and other females and stuff like that. So it's cross... Is cross-sharing content across different creators' platforms mm-hmm. absolutely huge because people catch an eye and they're just like, oh, I like a bit of Ursula. Yeah, they're, yeah, is, definitely. Is that kind of the arrangement you have with other people when you go into doing stuff? Yeah. So um, obviously we'll promote on our Instagrams or, you know, whatever platform we choose. Um, and then 100% you get cross-pollination from that. So I worked with um, an American girl called Christy Mack when I was in Vegas last, I think, say June time um anyways my Instagram blew up and I gained like 50,000 followers in 24 hours um just from her promoting me on her Instagram so thank thank you my darling <laughs> so the yeah. followers are proper loyal and engaged and all the rest oh of it. yeah yeah definitely I just don't so the bit I don't get and I don't get this with a lot of people that come on the podcast to be fair but I think you will be a lot more relevant than anybody else and I struggle with this myself time management Mm-hmm. How on earth, with that level of followers that we kind of reeled off at the start and all the platforms and logins and the content, how do you manage your time and how do you know where to put your time and how do you keep as many people happy as you can? Um, well, again, because I've done it for so long now, I've kind of got a good system going, but lists, I have lists for lists to remind me about another list. So, you know, I literally in, in the morning when I wake up, I do my emails first. And then I work through and I'm like, right, I know I need to post like on 10 different platforms. You get up quite early, don't you? Like five, five o'clock. Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing that. 5 a.m. club. It's good. So I get that done, do the emails, go off to the gym and then come back. And then I, I know everything that I need to schedule. Normally I film it like the day before for like um, certain social media posts. If it's so plug in only fans. Yeah. And then throughout the day, then all I need to do is, um, you know, my daily life stuff of what I'm getting up to. Like today doing a podcast, you know, doing a little bit of Instagram there. Um, and then in the afternoons, I'll then film ready for the tomorrow morning. And that's seven days a week. So what people will want to kind of know is back in, well, I know we spoke about this when we went out, but back in the day for say, when you mm-hmm. first started, Porn was a lot more, you said there was a lot more to do with movie sets and cameras and like a proper mm-hmm. set and like set up for the whole thing. Yeah. Where nowadays you're like, there's like no overheads. I just use my phones. Can you just yep. like explain what it used to be like and stuff that you might have done mm-hmm. and then what it's like now? Yeah, yeah, because for sure people don't know. So before OnlyFans kind of kicked off, everybody worked for companies. So like fake taxi was massive. Um, 
fake agent and then Brazzers, you know, all those companies, they're still going, but I think people are more picky and choosy of what they do now. So you would get a set fee from that company. You'd shoot whatever scenes you agree to do. You get paid at the end of the day and then that's it. You, you make no money from that content moving forward, but the company does. So I've never really worked for companies for that reason, because if I'm going to take my Stack time, content, yeah. I'm going to make the money. I want to make all the money from it. I don't want to give it to anybody else. Um, so yeah, that's what I've always done. But then as soon as OnlyFans kicked off, everyone sort of come to the same conclusion of, hold on a minute, I can just do this from home. Why, why am I going to go travel halfway across England to get paid £400 when I can stay at home and earn £800? It makes no sense. And as an adult creator that's been on, say, all platforms, Mm because like you've had an experience with Pornhub, OnlyFans and like all these different platforms, if you could only choose one going forward to stay on, which one would it be? OnlyFans. I thought you were going to say that. It's it's better for me and it's way better for the the guys and girls because obviously a mixture sign up. Um, It saves them a fortune being on OnlyFans because you're paying one monthly fee. So they'll sign up. $12.99. That's all technically they need to spend for that entire month. And they're going to get loads of content. They can DM me, you know, for free. Um, Whereas if you're doing, I don't know, like a webcam platform, they're paying per minute. So $12.99 is only going to get you 10 minutes. And then you've got the rest of the month with nothing. So I think it's personally, I think it's better for a consumer point of view to sign up to any fans. And have you noticed, because you've now been doing it for like several years, et cetera, what's been your best time and what's been your worst? Um, well, we'll start with the worst. So when I was doing webcam, we, me and my husband, um, obviously we were earning really good money from it and we were like, okay, well, let's set up our own platform. So we tried to make a rival website. Okay. Um, and we set it up. It was incredible. It was, it was a sexy website. But what we didn't realize was the web developers had made the site so complicated. The only people that could actually run the site were What's them. The web developers. Yeah. And See, this is where I come in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. There's a plug there. Yeah. Go sign up to his website design. Um, <laughs> Sensational. That was, yeah. <laughs> That's the advert. Yeah, there we go. There we go. You're like, right, we can stop the podcast now. Um, yeah. So anyway, they, they completely screwed us over. And I really hope that someone whoever the guy that run the company dies a slow, painful death. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. yeah. People get into those situations <clears throat> because they just, they end up with a site they just can't run. It's normally when something is mega mm. custom and is only, it's, it's just so custom that you can't work on it yourself. So yeah. You have a reliance on that agency. Exactly. And then they can just charge you whatever. It's like planning permission. You can't yeah. have it unless you, you, yeah. you pay for it. Um, but, um, so it sounds like you got in that position. Yeah, it was. And it wasn't just that. It was like a whole bunch of other stuff that went along with it. And we were so stressed. And then it got to a point where we couldn't physically earn enough money to sustain what was going out. And it was super stressful. And then I felt like I was doing my job because I had to do it, not because I wanted to do it. And then I just started really falling out of love with webcam. I just was like super depressed about everything. Um, and then I just woke up one day and said, that's it. We're shutting the website down. I was like, I've, I've literally, I've had enough. We've lost like probably 80,000 pounds putting into it. But I was like, I really don't care. Let's just all cut all ties from out, walk away. And let's just get back to what we do, which is, you know, you did, that to, you did that to maintain your happiness as well as the hundred percent. Well. Like, yeah, money, money cannot buy you happiness. Like you need to get that balance in life. That's right. If you're chasing after money all the time, you'll never be happy. So what's your drive? 
I think you love doing it as well. Freedom and because I love sex. Is <laughs> <laughs> that that answers it? Yeah, that answers it. Fair. But you've also got to love is it who who got you into the world of cars then? Because we obviously mentioned before, fortunately met an awesome day out with cars. Had a great laugh, had a great time with everybody. Yeah. And what was really interesting to see from my perspective is, I, I'd love to know how you deal with it sometimes, is even for, let's call me a little posh boy, yeah? Maybe not so much Luke because he's like, this, everything's amazing and it's hilarious. But no, And I'm like, oh, okay, there's a porn star in front of me. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is your like initial, what, what are people like when they find out what you do? Normally they just ask a million questions. I've never had anyone who's like really offended by it. Normally they're like, oh my God. Okay. So how does it affect your relationship? How much money do you earn? It's like the set questions that people want to know. Then you get really shy people as well. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think most people, I don't, I don't really have shy friends. You've never had it as a problem. Never had a problem. Because obviously one of the stigmas about doing something like this and uh, definitely when people are thinking about maybe pursuing a career in OnlyFans, it's... Mm -hmm what will the outside world think of me? That's got to be yeah. one of the biggest questions. Yeah. I was more worried industry. about my parents. I couldn't, didn't give a damn about anybody else. It was just my parents. As long as they're comfortable with it, like I'm good. And it took a while to tell them. But when I did finally tell them, they were like, well, you know, it's not what we would have chosen for you to do. As you were but, a dental nurse at the time. Yeah. But they were like the fact that you're financially sufficient, like, you know, you can take care of yourself, you're safe and you're happy. They were like, that's all we care so about. So you've still got a so, brilliant relationship with your parents. Oh, yeah, super good. Yeah, you've still got both your parents, had them since you're growing up. Yeah, yeah. My, my dad actually got really annoyed because, well, to start with, he wasn't very happy about my porn number playing. Um, and then he was like, why didn't you buy P69 ORN? I was like, dad, you should know about 69. So I was like, stop. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, yeah. amazing you got yeah. it to that point. Yeah, so we, was, we just laugh about it now. Would you say that was one of the scariest moments of your life, telling them? Uh-huh, yeah. And how, I didn't, did didn't want to do it. Uh, well, they they were having their kitchen done at the time, and um, Alex's brother is um, a carpenter, so he was fit in the kitchen. But we didn't want him to know, yeah, what we were doing. Um, I think he thought we were like drug dealers or something, because he's like, "Well, you go to Ibiza all the time, and you've suddenly got loads of money. Like, it looks really dodgy, doesn't it?" So we were like, "We'll just we'll just let him think that we're that for just a little bit longer, just for fun." Um, so we kind of like pulled them out into the um, the lane. And I think my mum thought I was going to- plan this. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, right, we need to talk, but we can't talk in front of her. So they're like, oh, gossip, like what's going on? I think they thought I was going to come out and say I was pregnant or something, you know? So I was like, no, um, just, just you know, shoot porn for a living. Sorry. <laughs> and what did their faces yeah. look like? Um, they weren't too bad. I mean, I kind of broke them in gently. So, because we were just doing webcam at the time. So we weren't really doing like movies. Um, it was only later down the line when we started doing movies. My mum phoned me up and said, um, your cousin has you know, just spoken to my brother and um, said that there's some movies of you on online. She's like, do you want to tell me more about this? I was like, like stern kind of accent. I was like, oh no, I'm in trouble. I was like, oh no, we've, we've done that for like ages now, mum. It's fine. It's only what we do as a married couple anyway. I'm thinking, I hope she doesn't know about like the lesbian stuff, but... Sorry, we just had a little break because it was getting a little bit stuffy in here. And a yeah. cup of tea, but it's always good because it means I can write some more questions down. But we were on a fairly, I'd say, critical moment for a lot of people would be that their most fearful moment of potentially going into what you do would be that moment where they tell their parents. So did you have anybody else that you were really worried to tell no, other that, than your mum and dad? That was literally it. Other than that, I was, I was good. So, so did all your friends yeah. know about this at this point? Yeah, they, they all knew. Like you said, 
all of my stuff just seemed to be pushed out to like WhatsApp groups. So my mate would be like, for God's sake, I'm like, I'm trying to go to bed and your tits are flashing up on my phone. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, you know, but you know, it's, it's, it's a great, it was an advertising tool that I really didn't think about that people would then share those videos to their friends. So that, um, that was one of my questions. So yeah. I was going to ask because obviously you don't necessarily get paid from stuff flying around on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. but you see that as a positive because it's just like promotion. 100%. Yeah, definitely. And you think that's done absolute the world of good, those videos flying around. And how does it happen? Does it happen by people say illegally downloading them or do you put stuff out there to be able to start being forged no, around? I, I think it's just from Twitter because, I mean, I just get up to all sorts of like random stuff. Like you said about the, the dildo bike. That's probably like the most, the most thing. Known. The, yeah. So, and the quad bike. And the, I was, this is what I was going to get onto. <laughs> the quad bike is a funny story actually. Um, yeah. I nearly got myself into a lot of trouble with that. But um Please tell it, please tell it. Explain how one ends up riding a dildo quad bike across what looked like the desert. It was like like, like Bitha, actually. So we were on holiday and we were like, okay, right, we need to think of something that's going to go, that's going to get a lot of views. So we've had had a few gin and tonics and the creative juices are flowing. So my husband's like, we could strap a dildo to a jet ski. And I was like, that would be fun. But from my vagina's point of view... Across the, the lake is going to be quite, quite difficult and probably painful and probably might end up in my ass. I love, so, I love, yeah. <laughs> this is just a casual I love conversation. I idea as well. <laughs> yeah. So then we were like, okay, what else can we strap a dildo to? <laughs> I was like, quad bike. I was like, okay, right. That sounds good. So the next day we hired a quad bike, went out to what we thought was like a really deserted road and then strapped all the GoPros to it. So I'm like bobbing down, do, 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 down, down the road. <laughs> and then this car starts pulling down the road with a family that are obviously going off to the beach, you know, for a lovely day out. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I tried to turn around, got stuck, couldn't, couldn't find the reversing part of When you say got stuck, yeah, on the quad bike? On the quad, not on the dildo, on the... Just the, the quad bike. I was I tried to do a Ewing and it didn't have the turning circle of what it needed. The, the, what you thought, just to whip it round and go. So, yeah. So I couldn't whack it into reverse. And then Alex literally jumped into a hedge. So I'm like on my own now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
How I know, right? That should be a divorceable thing. <laughs> anyway, so then so he was in, he was embarrassed of getting out of the way of the yeah. family, even though he wasn't the one that was actually doing no, anything. No, no, no. So director at this point, yeah. So he just basically bailed on me in hidden hedge, and then so I'm trying to sit on this dildo as deep as I can, so they can't see the dildo, and then I'm just waving and passing. <laughs> But they were like, what the fuck is this crazy girl doing? And then the quad bike was broke when we got back. So the guy was like, the bre- the back brake wasn't what you know, on your, your foot thing. And I was like, oh, I didn't notice that because I was just so using... these guys didn't have any idea that you were taking no, the hope for this? No, they wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have given us a quad bike. Def- definitely not. So the guy was like, I said, oh, the- I've been using the brakes on the front. He was like, yeah, but the pedal one's broke. He said, like, have you been jumping up and down on it? I was like, no. Why would I be jumping up and down on the quad bike? I was like, we've just been riding it around the beaches. <laughs> I was like, it must have been broke when it's I took it out. It's gone over some hard to Yeah, I was like, that could have killed me. And then he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Have you got a jet ski? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should, probably should do that at some so, point. So clearly you've had some absolute bad stories then to tell. What, yeah. uh, is there any other times where you've ever got caught? Oh, loads. So, um... <laughs> We were doing a scene where he was shagging me over the front of the car bonnet. And then, yeah, just loads of people started driving past. Again, we keep finding these secluded spots. We're like, perfect. And then, yeah, it's not so secluded. But they were honking their horns so they went past. So we're like, way, woo! <laughs> <laughs> get, him, get him, boy. <laughs> that is literally absolutely so Is it normally with these things, like a turn up and go? type scenario like how planned is some stuff I guess when you're yeah. doing it with other people like um, I think we should probably say for the record that most stuff you do is either with your husband Alex but then it's either with different females and have you got some um, other girls and stuff that you do most of your stuff with or do you try and do it with loads of different people um, and how do you even set up and do all that kind of stuff yeah so again a lot of it is where I haven't known people before we've just known each other on social media and we just gone hey do you fancy like clabbing like you know if you have a good vibe with someone you do it and then it's Sometimes it's kind of the first five minutes a little awkward because you've never met this person in real life and then you're like getting naked and having fun together. So it's kind of sometimes we'll like have a, you know, have a few drinks the night before or something, get to know each other and then film the next day or... It's like that with a podcast affair. If you can do that and you've got the time for that, it makes it just so much easier. Exactly, yeah, because you need to have that natural kind of... um, Vibe. Vibe, 100%. But yeah, obviously, so I only work with my husband even though... I think a lot of people think that I sleep with a lot of other people. So we did. Could be the titles. It could. Well, we did a series of like escort, <laughs> escort Brooks. Um, and they didn't realise it was Alex, but he was, oh, Alex was so you offended. Wait till fake podcast fan starts. Yeah. Oh, that would be a good, that would be a good one, wouldn't that? <laughs> I nearly had it wrapped just for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect. Oh, oh it, it could, we could have done it like my dick mug. Where it's oh, all just, co- just yeah, everywhere. just yeah. dicks everywhere. Oh my god! Well, yeah, I'm not sure that would have been like for me, but still, yeah. <laughs> at least you'd have been happy, and the creative juices would have been flowing. Oh yeah, oh juices definitely would have been flowing. Oh my god! Yeah. Right next. <laughs> <laughs> so as that's just damaged my mental health, I'm I want to get onto a point that is going to be huge, which is. This must have some kind of impact since going from saying being a dental nurse to thinking, oh, I can match what I'm doing in in that from, from doing this and then realising, holy Christ, like I can take this this massive shit, I can earn loads of money from this. Then suddenly you're like, whoa, you're done. You've got all these followers, followers coming in and people. Now, with that amount of people, there must have been some creeps and weirdos. Uh, yeah, a few. 
I mean, I've not had any like really bad experiences, luckily. Um, obviously, I don't advertise where I live, which is you know, yeah, stalkers would be the main. Yeah, um, but no, I had a guy once. We were we were out for a date night in our old local pub when we lived um, in Weston, and he just wouldn't leave. He just come sat down and started chatting, and then so I was like, I was like, I need to get rid of them. Kind of thing. Um, Is that because he knew who you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was really drunk, so I don't like. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. And he, he wasn't being like offensive. It was just annoying because we were trying to have a you know a date evening. Yeah, yeah. So um, my husband was like, "Well, I think it's time that you went." And he's like, "No, I can't go. I have to wait until she comes back." He's like, "No, no, no. You need to go now. All right. Just you. You've said hello. Just you know." Let's just leave us alone. And he was being trying to be really polite about it. Um, and then I come back to the toilet looking at him and say, like, why is he still at the table? And then it got to the end and he was like, right, you just, you need to fuck off now. Yeah. Right. We've that's given, it. We've given you all your warnings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, whereas, like, my locals now that we go to, I swear, damn, honestly, my friends are, they are amazing. Right? Well, my friends are amazing at my old local as well, but they, they would have literally chucked the guy out. Like they would, they would have been security so guards. Is going to the pub a big part of your life, like down the road, the um, local area? I think it's because I live in a village now. It's almost like the community hub, if you know what I mean. And because we work from home for us, we have like we have to be social. Otherwise, we I'd go so crazy because we are at home all the time. Which is, and then we've obviously got our gym at home. We work together. You know, it's you're always yeah. We need something, so that's why we play golf. I'm amazed. I'm amazed yeah. how. Yes, I've seen you play golf yeah. on WhatsApp. I'm a very right. talented golfer. I am. It's amazing where my clubs go sometimes. I just, I don't know what happened. They just slip. Which brings me on to what are the dangers in this? Um, no, so to be fair, OnlyFans have changed their rules massively now. So, this, is yeah. there any regulation on porn in this industry? Um, there's no like legal kind of stuff that's, I don't know, you could get arrested for. But OnlyFans have a set set of rules that you have to abide by or they'll delete your account. Okay, so, so you can get cancelled. Yeah. So for a prime example, if you're going to have, um, if you're going to use obviously things to fuck yourself with, you have to use actual sex toys. So my golf clubs, I'm no longer allowed to fuck and post on any fans. And is that just because of risk of other people trying to do the same thing and hurting themselves? Yeah. So I think there was, there was a few incidences where people might have gone into supermarkets, not myself, picked up a cucumber, filmed it for like 20 seconds and then just stuck it back on the shelf. Or, you know, something stupid like that, which is not okay. And you should We've really- just put every single viewer off vegetables for the rest of their life. <laughs> Wash them first, people. Wash them first. Um, no, so a girl I know, she used, um, she wasn't filming a movie, but she ended up using a carrot. And for some reason put it back in the fridge and then her mum the next day is cooking up the roast dinner and she's chopping the carrot up. Um, yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> I knew I was going to be speechless during this and yeah. that's got me. That's no. absolutely no, got so me. You have to, you have to use particular sex toys. It's very important because if you don't, so this is acceptable and this is acceptable. So th- those would be fine. Right. That looks but, like a unicorn's horn. It is, and it's where it's come as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had no idea we were bringing props into this, but that, that's bigger than the microphone. Boom. To be fair, I've never used that. Um, I bought it and I thought it was half the size that it was. So it's more like a paperweight now. 
is it is big, isn't it? And that it? looks like something off Jurassic Park. These these are bad dragon toys. They're incredible. I'm not I'm not plug I'm not paid to plug them, but they are incredible. So toys. I'm guessing they don't just come off of Love Honey. No. No. These are specialist. And you, all of them you can have cum tubes put in so you can see the little hole at the end. Yeah. So the mad thing is, yeah. I remember I went on my first road trip around Europe in one of the cars and we went through Switzerland and at every single petrol station, like service station, like what we've got here, there was a sex shop at every single one of them. Right. They were like obsessed with it. And then I think it's similar-ish in like Germany and stuff like that, but there's just none of that here. Like, No, we're really boring. Oh, we? Do you think yeah. as, a, as a population we're like really boring? I don't boring? know if we're like a bit prudish. You know, like the English... Yeah, I don't know. Like, Americans seem a lot more outspoken, a bit more, like, in tune with their feelings. They'll talk about things. I feel like it's, like, the stiff up a little. Do you not think? I think we're getting better. How is this possible? I don't know. I'm not sure, So even you don't know? No, no. So that's to ask the top 100, is it? (laughs) Yeah, no. I'd not... So so I I just thought I... I just wanted to shock you, really. So I just brought the ones that I couldn't use. How much have you got in that bag? Um, oh, I've got, I've got stuff to dress you up in, but I didn't know how re- how far things were going to get, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, it, I mean, it's, it, is, it is so hot. So we've got only fat. So, right, I feel like we should... So we look cool. Oh, my God. We look like Bill and Ben the Flowerpot Man, but well, only, I am ben. But only fans. Oh, you are. That's fine, I'll be Bill. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't know what else. Um, I did bring a collar for you if you fancy wearing it. So we get, we get, you we can got totally a, wear that. We got a collar for Luke. Yeah. And if things really got out of hand, you know, we could totally. Right. That's for if I ask you something I'm not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave that there for now. Right now, if that Asda guy is still outside making deliveries when I get out of this van, <laughs> I'm gonna feel like what you did returning that quad bike. Oh my god, that was so funny. So. We we had a break. We opened the door, and then this delivery guy just sees me with two guys getting out the back of a van. <laughs> it looks so dodgy. I don't think it's fair to say any girlfriend or partner I've ever had is potentially watching clips of this right now. I think it's safe. So I don't think they think that I would ever be sat in my podcast van with, with huge dildos. I'm going to move them this side just so the camera. So, I mean, just Ooh. for comparison. Wow. Some girls can fist it, can't they? I can, but I mean, it would be quite cool. Well, it would, no, it wouldn't be cool, actually. I think, yeah, I think it would hurt, but. <laughs> so can you separate, do you ever separate normal, like, date night sex mm-hmm. with Alex to work? Um, so Is there a difference? There is and there isn't. So we don't film our stuff like, Stage. We don't do loads of different angles. We do everything point of view because I want the viewer to feel like if I'm sucking his dick, I want you to feel like I'm sucking your dick, not your dick. But you know, you know what I mean. You can think that if you I want. Got yeah. I have no idea where this is going at this point. <laughs> Anything could happen. Um, yeah. So yeah. So so we do it all like super like professional amateur. So you know we want the lighting to look good, but I love natural light. I don't think you can beat that rather than like a studio environment. And also I think you're more relaxed. And so we'll just do it as pretty much one take. We'll just you know crack on and do what we do and enjoy ourselves. And do you ever get something that you actually watch and think, Nah, I'm not putting that out. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No. But to, to begin with, so we'd we'd have a few drinks just to you know. Why am I drinking tea? <laughs> I just thought, where's the vodka at? This is what I need for this. This is just the wrong vibe. Yeah. 
next time, next time. Or if, if you have me back, if, if your podcast doesn't get deleted. Um, I don't know why I'm touching that cock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's there. It's I feel the like they're, 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 they're subsequent microphones. I could connect that up to the yeah, deck. And that'll be fine. We yeah. should have done that for this episode in particular. Oh, could we, we could dress them That's as That's heavy. As big, yeah, it's really heavy. It's like solid, solid silicone, that is. Do you know, this is actually, I've totally forgot about this, not on any of my points or anything. After I sold my business, you, mm. you get in that moment, it's just like, what the hell am I going to do now? Where do I go from here? And obviously I ended up with a digital company and stuff. But I went through a stage where I had an obsession, and I don't think a lot of people know this, with 3D printers. Mm-hmm. Absolute obsession with 3D printers. And I bought some filament-based 3D printers. Obviously do it with almost like the thin layers of string. Yeah. But I bought a silicon 3D printer as well. I wonder why. And I bought the domain name and actually still own it, dildosdirect.com. Oh, my days. And Was was lockdown lonely for you? <laughs> no, it actually wasn't. We sold loads of paving slabs. I sold the business. <laughs> yeah, I was freaking yeah. great. Yeah. But I was determined that there was something. All this stuff was coming mm. in about the fact that we couldn't get stuff from China as easily. Yeah. Couldn't get stuff in. Brexit. And I was like, how do people manufacture this stuff? And how could you do it differently and even more custom? Yeah. And I did have a go at trying to produce dildos on 3D printers. However, yeah. the issue with it is, is if you use a filament-based 3D printer that does it in layers, those little microscopic layers can trap bacteria, oh, yeah. it has which to is be why you need to do it silicon. And, and then yeah. the stuff that you've got here, the liquids and stuff, are just too expensive to justify yeah. being able to do it. So unfortunately, it nipped that in the bud. But, I mean, I've got the domain name. If you want to go so 50-50 what, what is this, it, dildos? Dildosdirect.com. All right, okay, we need, we need to have, like, a business meeting after this, I feel. I am so, I'm so This is what this. this podcast was for. It was, yes. <laughs> I'm literally talking to people and uh, this, is, this is insane. Yeah. Um, it's so much fun. It's way more that happen. I think we should, shouldn't we? I did, I bought a domain name um, and it was uh, badbailiff.com because I thought it'd be like fake taxi, you know, just like the whole bailiff. When you did your up. website, was it just, Hannah, was it Hannah Brooks? No, no. So um, ours was called Red Hot Campaign. Okay. Um, it was... A little bit of a mindful. You, were you thinking but, about getting other content creators on that platform? Yeah, so the whole point, but the difficulty we had was we didn't have the budget to market out. So we built the website. It was all fluffy. It was lovely. We spent a ton of money doing it, and it looks incredible. But then you need to get the girls there at the same time as the guys. So we'd get the webcam models sign up, but there was no guys to pay. And then when the guys turned up, the models had fucked off because there was no guys. So it's such a difficult balance to... That's why I think so many websites have tried to rival OnlyFans and they've fallen down because they just don't understand how, how much the marketing side of it and costs. It's, it's the marketing side of it and tech is constantly developing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to really ask you about this. There's, um, I saw last week there's a girl in the US who has figured out how to use AI <clears throat> to, to clone her voice. It's listened to her. It knows how she sounds. Yeah. And then it replies to messages with yeah. voice notes that sound like her whilst earning her money. And in her first week, she earned $70,000 with the new feature on her platform. Yeah, that worries me a little bit. Oh, so, in fact, you know that noise you just made a minute ago? Oh, yeah. Is it like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it, but her voice. Yeah, I think it's a very dangerous thing. So when... When people sign up to a platform like OnlyFans, they want to know that they're talking to me. You know, they don't want to be talking to some bot or 
a guy. So I think it's actually really bad for the industry because it's hard enough to get people to trust you enough to part with their hard hard earned cash to join OnlyFans in the first place. Because there's so many scammers like... Subscription-based businesses is the hardest form of business to get at the minute. Really? Yeah, to get a conversion for a subscription purchase is harder than any other form of conversion. I think people just don't trust it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people that have gone, oh, well, you know, I'm going to sell a custom movie to a guy. They never get the custom movie. So there's all this kind of like, you have to pay for it first. Oh, am I going to get that? So then to add in that people might not be talking to the models at all, it's going to make everyone's lives so much more difficult. It takes away the actual core basis of the naughtiness exactly. of talking to a real human, doesn't it? Yeah, which is why I do a lot of live shows online because I feel like people want that interaction. And I really enjoy it because I kind of can get to know people. They can get to know me and, you know, we just have so You've got people giggle. that you've known for years. Yeah, literally. So the guy, one of the guys that did my one of my first ever webcam shows, he's been subscribed on OnlyFans since I started it six years ago and he followed me on webcam. I've got some amazing, amazing fans. Would you ever meet any of these people in the flash? Mm, only because I think safe. And stuff. That like, brings us I've back got, to what's the biggest risk, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've got so there many friends limits. that do do meets and I have nothing against anyone who would ever do meets. Like, do you, you know, live your best life? I'm even down but, to like a pint in the pub. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, no, more than if you ever see me in the pub, come and say hello. You know, I, I don't bite. Um, I, I get that quite often. People will say, oh, can, do you mind if I have a photo or whatever? I'm like, yeah, of course. As long as I don't look like dog shit, then I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so what the hell does the future hold Hannah where are you now and where where do you do you have anywhere you want to go with it or is it just keep rolling and vibing yeah I think just I obviously try an e-commerce to... store called Dildos Direct is in the future at the minute Hun- yeah 100% I think we need to make some crazy I'm dildos together I'm deadly together. serious about that yes. guys <laughs> oh my god that's the best website name ever okay so um, I think for me I it is rolling with it you never know what's going to happen and um, I think only fans have had a well all adult platforms have had a massive issue of uh, MasterCard. So, yeah, it's because if websites aren't compliant, they can pull basically the payment processor. Raffle companies have that problem. Yeah, and probably gambling websites. Any yeah. Anything that's kind of money laundering, uh, obviously, yeah, we, we could get into that. It could be a whole other conversation. But, yeah, there's a lot of problems. So you currently have. get paid in dollars a lot of the time, yes. don't you? Yes, yeah. So you have to currency convert. Yes. I mean, does yeah. that get paid like same day or do you, do you watch the exchange rates and try and dump it in when the exchange uh, rate's looking good or? No, no. I, I just get it the hell out of there and into my bank. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want it sat anywhere else just in case anything ever happens. Yeah. I mean, t- touch wood, it it never does happen. <laughs> it never does happen. But um, yeah, I, I don't think you can make long-term plans because you never know how things are going to evolve. So I think you just have to make the most of what what you have for as long as you can. And if it goes, you know, what's really difficult is is just you and Alex. And yeah. It's like when it's like that, you are limited by your time, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. There's only so much that we can do within a day. So you know, I I try and do the best I can because the more I do, the more the fans get, which is a good thing. Um, but you just have to be sensible of the money you do earn to future proof yourself. And what do you do with that? Do you invest? Do you do anything else? Or what do you do? Property investment? Yeah. What is it? Um. So we got some rentals. Um. We've, we love watches as well as cars. So, um, yeah, I'm, I've got quite a few Rolexes that I've collected. It's kind of just investments, sat in a safe. It's fine. Um, so don't come rob my house because you won't get to them. <laughs> You'll be it on the head with that bad you boy. Will, you will. <laughs> you will. I'll be like, I'll be coming for you. Um, 
There's going to be loads of people at the door now. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, God. The postman is going to be like, oh, I mean, is it safe? Um, yeah, so I... Um, but yes, we do. Yeah, we have other investments as well. Um, we've actually, we just sold a load of Tesla stock, actually. That seemed to have dropped down, so that was a bit sucky, but... Oh, so you do, mm. you have a little go on the stocks and shares Yeah, yeah, well. definitely. Um, crypto, we had a dabble in that. Um, luckily, pulled out a load of... Um, there was a point where basically my whole barbershop <laughs> was one state, stage away from having a giant TV on the wall monitoring the crypto levels, I think, because they, really? they all had like a laptop on their thing and they were like bouncing off each other in the shop talking about like, right now we're going to buy like yeah. pig fart stock or whatever. Yeah. Oh God. God. Yeah. And then it just goes crazy. And yeah. Yeah, it, it went mad, that crypto thing, especially at the end of lockdown, didn't it? But I don't know if, it, if it's just a bit too early, the whole crypto thing, because a lot of adult platforms to get around the Visa and MasterCard thing they were like, oh, we're going to set our own coin and then you can pay, you know, yeah. you can subscribe through crypto. But I just don't think people are ready for it. I think, they're, trying to, I think it's, they're really struggling to try and build value into that currency. Yeah. It's like, yeah. A, pay, it's like a peso in Cuba is worth <coughs> absolutely nothing. They just can't build mm. value into it. Right. But like a pound coin or a dollar is kind of thing. And it's yeah. established. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the, the industry has evolved so, so much since I started. Because obviously it started with like newspapers, right? I bought. I only bought a new set only because we went when we had the first conversation. We said about um, oh the news article that came out. Hold on, about the time I stuck a Mars bar in my ass. I do remember that conversation. I'm not oh, going to say I no, don't. There it is. A Mars bar at the bum page for my supercar. <laughs> <laughs> and you had no idea. So you had no, no idea they were going to use that title. No, God. Oh no. Where is? Oh, I've lost the page. Um, no, no, I. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I know, right? Did it not melt? Uh, well, yeah, it did. It did. That's the, that's the issue. And then you can't get the caramel out. Honestly, mate, I was shitting caramel for days. <laughs> it's fucking painful as well. Not so have, you, have you ever really hurt yourself? Um, only sticking a mask right at my ass. No, that was the worst yeah. one. That was the worst one. Well, I think that brings us to an absolutely incredible end of this yeah. Road to Success episode. I try and keep these episodes under an hour, but there's so much more to talk about. Yeah, I'd you'll just to have to have me again. We'll definitely vibe in the second half. Yeah, and I cannot thank you enough for doing this, and you've definitely given people an insight into what this is like. I personally found the part really interesting about when you were talking about um, having to tell this to your parents. I think that that is the biggest barrier that stops people flooding yeah. into this space that might want to have a go. Or might want to try, but thank you so much, and it's so nice yeah. to see that you just enjoy yourself and just buy. No, thanks for having me. Cheers. And um, and here's to our um to our, our dildo business. business. Yes, dildos direct. It's yeah. coming. Thank I can't you. wait. Thanks. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.